Kaleidoscope, an instrument containing mirrors and pieces of colored glass, when rotated constantly, causes a change in sequence of elements. A podcast that resembles light, a space to have contemplative and reflective dialogue, so we can become the high-quality men and women we were designed to be, and discover how to begin a journey of becoming all that you are designed to be. You are the kaleidoscope, and we will bring the narrative. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Kaleidoscope Narrative. I'm your host, Miss J, and I'm never alone in studio, never, ever, ever. Across me is the wonderful, handsome, considerate, Always smiling, jovial, <laughs> Mr. Toonbridge. There you go, you started again. <laughs> How's it going, T? Uh, well, I feel like WWC. Right. Yeah, like a like a very huge boxer or something like that. But yeah, yeah because of that, I feel great, Jay. I feel great. How are um, you? It's been a long weekend. You and I, we've we've been very busy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's been yeah. go 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 go, and then. On my right-hand side is always the wonderful, always, also, always jovial, <laughs> full of laughter and joy, yeah. Mr. Mr. J. Jono. How's it going, Mr. J? Good yourself, eh? I'm very good. How was your weekend? Well, it was, it was a good, had a great session on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, had a great family time on Sunday. Family's good. Yeah, great celebrations. It was good to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just can't believe how weeks go. I mean, they just fly. They do uh, fly. Yeah, um, they do fly. It's before you know, time is. It's Tuesday again. <laughs> it's Tuesday again. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Lovely to have you on the show. Thank you for spending your hour with us. Now, last week we were talking about trauma. And there wasn't even enough time to cover everything that we wanted to discuss. So we're going to continue with the conversation. Just to recap, we touched on the different kinds of trauma. But mainly we're dealing with our childhood. Because we, we really believe that, you know, some of the things we do as adults and the behaviors and even the character traits that we have are from childhood Mm. and in order for us to be whole and healed as adults in our relationships with ourselves with other people is that the roots need to be healed so that the fruit is healthy Mm. and when we talk about fruits we're talking about behaviors we're talking about your character and the roots mainly are our childhood yeah so t Mm -hmm. let's talk about domestic violence today Okay. Because as much as there are different kinds of trauma, I mean, we haven't even touched on r- racial trauma. We haven't even touched on war-related trauma. We haven't mm-hmm. touched on school and violence, community vi- I mean, uh, uh, school violence, community violence, and the trauma that is created through that. We haven't touched on medical trauma. We haven't touched on mm-hmm. traumatic loss when we lose someone, when we lose relationships, and natural disasters, you know, that cause mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. I thought one... Th- and, and not all of us can um, can relate to those kinds of traumas because some of us live in, in, in regions where there's really not a lot of uh, natural disasters. Yeah. 
or, or some of us haven't had medical trauma mm. but what we definitely can relate to is domestic violence yeah. because somewhere somehow we've all experienced dysfunction in the home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's talk about how that affects us and domestic violence is classified as the experience of threatened physical violence sexual violence emotional abuse between adults that affects children in the home mm. Shall we go further into how it affects us as children when we are exposed to such things in the home? Definitely affects us um, because, look, each each one of us, uh, we all struggle with an inherited dysfunction. Definitely. And we can either choose to make it a positive or mm-hmm. a negative. Mm. And sometimes it does not give us that opportunity to even choose whether you can take it positively or take it negatively. It just affects you. That's it. You know, uh, in a very negative way. It does. And it doesn't give you time to react or to respond consciously to it. No. And so with that uh, inherited dysfunction Mm. comes, um, it it, it actually builds in our DNA. Mm. And it builds to become our biology. It yes. builds to become our character, mm-hmm. our personality, our second nature. Our second nature. Yeah. You know, um, for example, you can you can have uh, an individual who is just aggressive by nature, yeah. or they are just passive aggressive yes. by nature, mm. and you find others that are just too weak. You know, not Man. assertive at all. A pushover. They, yes. Mm. And, and they're just passive yeah. simply because of an inherited dysfunction in the home. Yes. And which actually uh, becomes a part of your DNA. It really does. And then at the end of the day, you hear people saying, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Not really realizing where it actually comes from. And that's what we're trying to do today. Yeah. To make people identify mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where this behavior and this second nature, this thing that comes naturally with you, yeah. comes from. Comes from, yeah. And it mainly starts in the home when we're children. Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes it comes in the home, the yes. buildup of the home. Yes. And sometimes it comes in the lack of a home touch on the lack of a home <laughs> i'm so glad you brought that up let's touch on the lack of a home it branches into several areas it branches into uh i'll diversely look at two okay and sometimes the lack of a home can be in the lack of its existence so That's the right. existence of a home mm. where it is a home structure mm. where you have a family structure yes where mother father mm-hmm. parents are there mm. and they are siblings involved and with that also comes with parenthood yes the, in that existing home um the, the the lack of an existing home yes the what comes along with that is what you wish could have been that's right so that traumatizes you mm-hmm. when you actually see it becomes a trigger Mm. When you actually see a home, mm. a structure, mm. a family, mm. a well-need, maybe you have friends. Yeah. And then you have friends who have a background where their home is well-need. Yes. Um, 
I know you had uh, you 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 had an upbringing, a background of a home that was well knit. Mm. Love was uh, uh, shown around, oh, yes. was spoken of, yes. shared. You know, and then when you have a friend who never had such an existence. Yes. It becomes a trigger to their emotions of, of what they didn't have, mm. what they missed out on, yes. what they wished they had. Mm. And that might ac actually even become a negative impact on their lives yes. to actually even resent you. And that's it. happened. Yeah. And that's happened. So you get the, the, the non-existence of a home yeah. and then you get the existence of a home, mm. but still a lack of a home. Yes. Where there is that lack of... Um, uh, uh, that that structure of a home. Yeah. Um, for example, you have got parents, you've mm. got siblings, mm. but in the interim of things, there is that lack of that existence of that home setup. Yes. So there has to be uh, with parenthood. Yes. There is either parenthood is played either as a role mm. or as a function. I'm so glad you're mentioning that because I've had a lot of conversations with my male friends. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of male friends. Yeah. Um, and usually the the father and son relationship oftentimes is a very painful topic. Yeah, yeah. Where men will talk about how they wish there was that closeness. Yes, yes. Where dad, his, he felt that his role mm. was not to get emotionally in, entwined with yeah, his son, yeah, yeah. but to rather display provision. Yeah. Because that's what he was taught. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. taught that... A man is more than just provision yes. of finances. Yeah. A man yeah. is present. Yeah, he's a role his... model. He's oh, a mentor. Yes. He's a prophet. Yes. And so um, we have a lot of um, fathers that are present man. but absent. Oh. And so you get a young boy in the home yearning for a father mm. and yet the father is there. And so I, I, I would say uh, uh, a larger portion of my life, um, I actually learned how to be mm. from how not to be. Mm. Let's, let's delve deep. <laughs> <laughs> there are a number of us who actually learn how to be a man yeah. based upon how not to be a man. Yeah. You, you, you learn how to consciously decide, mm. I don't want to be an abusive man. Mm. I don't want to be just a provider. Mm. I don't want to be present but absent. Mm. You know, And so you consciously decide, I want to have a relationship with my family. Yes. I want to have a well-need structure with my family yes. based upon the lack of it yes so you could have lacked a father who never mentored you yeah never uh prophesied into your future Man. never sat down with you to discuss about your future never mm. discussed what do you want to be when you grow up or even your current struggles or even your current struggles yeah. so you you then learn to become from what not to become mm. and so many 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 decisions I had to make growing up from what was yeah and from what wasn't yeah what wasn't to what should be I, and i get that and i get that and and, and when you you speak like that i think about my dad mm -hmm. who i understand why he's very much 
uh, set on giving kisses and yeah, hugs yeah, and because yeah. he himself yeah. didn't get that yeah, so yeah. he was determined when yeah. I have children yeah. man I'm gonna love them I'm gonna Definitely. kiss them I'm gonna tell Definitely. them how much they mean to me yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna display Definitely. and that's why he goes overboard with the hugs and kisses <laughs> sometimes <laughs> in which on its own we need to make that conscious decision yeah. to be not only conscious but to be aware yeah um, with awareness, you get to understand that I made a conscious decision, but the awareness comes in now to make you aware of how healthy it is. Yes. Are you not going overboard? Because you probably lack love in your yeah. in your in your inherited family yes. or in your background. Yes. And then now you spoil your children rotten. <laughs> yeah. That in them you are perpetuating the seed of lack you understand to the point that they now don't even know what is the real way or what is the right way yeah. of loving yes from what they received from a man who, or a woman who was trying to correct the wrongs yeah. of the past yeah i can understand so balance is always the objective balance is always the objective yeah. a healthy conscious awareness uh, decision mm. a, a decision driven by awareness mm. be in the moment yeah make the decision to actually say am i am i a little too much yes am i a little too uh uh, uh am i going uh am i giving it not yeah as much as i should yeah. or am i giving it overboard yeah because at the end of the day you 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 will be creating a next generation that will look back at you and say, you never gave me an opportunity to experience what it could have been like if I didn't have it all. You know, when you talk about that, you, you, you make me think of um, many parents, especially the generations before us who didn't have much mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because of, well, the, the, you know, the, the structures of systematic racism in this country. Yeah. And they lacked a lot. And so when the gener when a certain generation was able now to access the opportunities, yeah. they thought, I'm, I'm not going to let my children go without. Right, right. And so so that makes me think <laughs> of even, you know, trauma that comes from racism. Yes. That, you know, and then they spoil their kids. Yeah. And now they, they, they've crossed that line where there's no balance. Mm. Now they've given their children so much access to a lot of things that... A certain generation, there's a certain generation that feels like they're entitled to everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the dysfunction comes from. Exactly. So we live in one dysfunction and trans transitioning to another. To another. That's why. That's why last week we spoke about trans exactly. transgenerational exactly. trauma. Yeah. And now we can even talk about intergenerational trauma. Let's go for it. Um, which actually uh, builds upon one generation to the next. I can make an example of um, a biblical example of um, was it uh, Saul and um, no uh, Hagar? Yes. Ishmael and yes. Hagar. Yes, yes. 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 Abraham, Sarah, and that was a dysfunction on its own. It, that was a huge dysfunction that inherit that would have inherited. I, I always used to question myself: Why did God allow? Mm. Abraham mm. to send Ishmael and Haggai away. Away, yes. Because for me, it, it, it would have been, you are creating another problem yeah. in the future for yes. this boy. Yeah. He's going to grow fatherless. 
you dealing know, with rejection, dealing with rejection, abandonment. That's issues on its it own. It was going to be traumatic Man. for Ishmael. But I also then looked at it and also realized that Ishmael was the eldest. Yes. And Ishmael being the eldest, mm -hmm. um, he probably would not have been able to deal mm -hmm. with the inheritance of being the eldest son yeah. and Isaac being the promised son, mm. you know? Mm. And with Ishmael, yes. he was always going to sit under the... He was going to uh, 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 suckle and breastfeed from a slave. His mother was a slave. And so intergenerational trauma is passed on from one generation to, to the another. next generation. Mm. Ishmael would have sat there and heard his mother speak of the discrepancies, the, the ill treatment, the um, disfavor of, of what she was going through. And, and it was going to be sorry. taken into I understand. by Ishmael. Ishmael was going to feed off his mother's experiences. Definitely. And possibly have now. There's one thing that is very worse than there is... There is one, it's one thing to have a traumatized man, yeah. a man who is operating in pain, yes. and it's another to have a man who is operating in pain and yet is financially powerful. Because, and I understand why you're saying that. Wars can easily start. Because he's got the ability That's right. to execute That's right. or to exhibit, to bring out, to manifest yes. what lays in, within them. Yes. Because, and so Ish yeah. No, so I'm sorry. So Ishmael was definitely going to have that uh, definitely. situation. And ha and constantly having something to prove because you are you are existing uh, in the shadow of your younger brother's mm -hmm. existence. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of th that's a lot to deal with. Definitely. That's a lot to deal with. It can be traumatic on its own where you find families for example that have where one feels oh my brother is loved more than I am. Yes or they always do right. Yes. So we have a lot of people that tend to drug abuse. Yes. Uh, alcohol abuse. Yes. You know, just because they felt not seen in the home. That's it. And the other sibling or other siblings were given all the attention. True. And so they will make hectic decisions De definitely that can be uh, horrific definitely and self-damaging based upon the fact that they felt they felt mm. unnoticed they felt unloved mm. so that is the lack of a home yeah although there is an existence of a home and the thing is that that is a powerful driving force for somebody to become successful mm. i find mm. that there are those characters who are greatly successful because that was the thing that drove them to be. Yeah. And the thing is, when you are that way and you have, like you said, access to financial mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, financial means, yes, people make very dangerous decisions. Definitely. Very dangerous decisions. Definitely. Yeah. And, and we hear of powerful men who are taking advantage of women. Mm -hmm. We hear of powerful mm -hmm. men who are making certain decisions. Mm -hmm. We hear powerful because they feel like the law doesn't apply to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are the roots of such attitudes. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'll take, for example, in, in um, there is a concept on uh, a, a political concept. There we go. Um, 
it's 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 usually an African traumatic mm -hmm. political concept mm -hmm. where you have political leaders that say it's our turn. That's now. right. Why? Because you are dealing with somebody who lacked for far too long, mm -hmm. and now they have the opportunity yes. to have the power. That's right. They hurt for far too long. Yes. Now they have the opportunity to be in power. Mm -hmm. And so with that comes a lot of traumatic decisions mm. that can be transgenerational or intergenerational, mm. whereby you want to now make yourself feel good yes. because of the past experience. That's right. And so it perpetuates. It perpetuates because you're not realizing that you're making very serious decision from a place of brokenness yeah. and whenever yeah. we're making yeah. serious decisions and any decision mm. from mm. a place of brokenness mm. it only begets mm. dysfunction yeah, dysfunction definitely. dysfunction definitely. and toxicity definitely so i'd like us to also talk about the signs and symptoms of abuse mm. because i think sometimes we have certain behaviors like we're, we're talking about and we don't realize that these are symptoms mm -hmm of the brokenness that we've we've gone through and experienced and mm -hmm. we because we we take them on mm -hmm. and we hold them we hold on to, to them so tightly that we identify with those things and mm -hmm. it's not necessary that mm -hmm. we are those mm -hmm. kinds of mm -hmm. people because the bible says that all things have become new yes. we are new creations yes so we cannot keep on saying that this is who I am. If in fact you're a new creature, then your identity <laughs> resides in Christ. It mm -hmm. resides in God. So you have to be more like Jesus. That's mm -hmm. why we're encouraged to look to him so that his reflection becomes our image. Mm -hmm. So I'd like us to talk about the different kinds of symptoms that we may face. And one of them are flashbacks. Mm. Let's go into that. There are some memories that are very strong mm. and we have different compartments mm. um, where we store our memories. Mm. Some grow to be very thick stems yes. and others are just uh, thin, yes. uh, short term yeah. and others are long term and very strong Man. to the point that um, they can flush back into your mind. Mm the moment you are faced with something that can trigger it. Oh, yes. A certain smell can trigger oh, yes. flashbacks. Uh, a certain song. Yes. Um, it's like, uh, I, used to, I, used to, I used to do this quite a lot. With, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to struggle from flashbacks as well. Yes. Especially um, a time when I had my first break, heartbreak. Break. It happens, you know. <laughs> and... I, I attached that relationship with a lot of things, yes. uh, a lot of first-time experiences. Mm -hmm. And so a restaurant yes. could give me flashbacks. Yes. A particular song yes. would give me flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And so in most cases, we would find ourselves at a place where we, we have um, flashbacks mm. based upon memories that are just too strong. They are resilient to dying they just can't just go and i understand what you mean and those are the things i feel like the bible calls strongholds strongholds yes strongholds. they become strongholds that, that's it they have got a strong 
hold on for you. <laughs> Man, um, let's take a quick break. We're going to continue with the symptoms of trauma and the things that we experience as children when we come back. Enjoy the following song. It's becoming quickly becoming one of my favorite tracks. See you after the break. This track is called Njalo by Soweto's Finest. Enjoy. Full of tears, pray and life will be better. 
I'm thankful, Father, for the life that you've given me. Though life itself has inflicted so much pain on my soul, when my parents left me behind, I will still not question your doings, Father. For you've taken care of me, you've loved me, and you've protected me. And when Father said, let there be talent, and there was so it was fine, and in that I found my brothers. that song oh it's quickly really becoming one of my favorite songs right now um t we were still talking about you know the symptoms that we may go through and not even identify them as symptoms of mm -hmm. abuse or trauma yeah uh, we were talking about flashbacks but now i'd really like us to go into triggers seeing something that reminds us of mm -hmm. a traumatic event yeah. you know yeah. um and we might we might not understand why we might feel all of a sudden feel rage mm. anger mm. anxiety mm. as response to a certain situation yeah let's go into that uh one of the strongest mm. that i feel is one of the strongest triggers mm. is something that is physical and sometimes we have got certain children that have been brought up yeah by as as a trigger themselves yes. to a mother or a father mm. who sees them and they become a trigger of the relationship that didn't work out or the men that abandoned them, uh, the, the men that used to abuse them. Yeah. And or, you know, um, there's this interesting show that I'm watching these days mm. and where you get a mother who sees the resemblance of the father in the child mm. to the point that mm. they it's not easy for them to love this child 
Thank you for touching on that because yeah. I'll never forget sitting at a church service yeah. and people were coming to share testimony of how God has healed them emotionally and spiritually. Mm. Mm. And this lady was sharing how she was raped at the age of, I think, 16. Mm. And when she, she decided she tried to have an abortion, but things were just not working. She couldn't bring okay. herself to abort this child. Okay. When this child was born, he looked exactly mm. like the rapist. And so she struggled most of her life and felt shame that mm. she she found it difficult to love this mm. child. And she had to really seek God mm. and therapy for healing. Mm. And how now they're inseparable. She mm. can't she can't imagine life with her son and, mm. and so forth. But the child himself dealt with mm. a you know, feeling rejected. Yeah, and yeah. so at the point they had to individually find healing and mm -hmm. then together find healing. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a very, that's a very uh, disheartening very. Uh, situation mm. there because there are certain things that you didn't choose. Yeah. You know, and on their own, they are traumatic. Very much. And then on, on, on the extension of it mm. is a physical product. Hmm. that you are expected to love yes is something that was made out of beauty mm -hmm. is something that was made out of you know care and mm. love and fun mm. and enjoyment mm. and yet it was completely the opposite of exactly that. that's 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 very traumatic very and it's very hard for for society to expect you to automatically just become something and love that individual yes without going through the process of healing and it's impossible it's impossible yeah. so um i think that's the reason why we need to then come to that place where we 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 need to approach healing yes and be intentional about it about forgiving yes and go through the process yeah because your mind might be telling you you need to forgive mm. in order to let go, mm -hmm. but your heart is telling you something else. Your conscious mind, your conscious Man. mind, will be telling you mm. that you need to move on. Yes, but the memories that are just too strong in your head have you have you held and have bound, you bound, mm. so you become an inmate Man. of your own past. You become a prisoner in your own body, in your own emotions, in your in your mind, in your mind. Mm. And so um, I always say that the the people that can actually give us one of the best lectures mm. about being free yes. are inmates that actually find themselves mm. able to free their minds. Mm and also to free themselves, mm. even though they are still incarcerated. Yes. And the most important of these mm. is the ones that actually come to a place where they will first go through the healing process, yes. the forgiveness process, yes. and seek forgiveness yes. as a perpetrator. Mm -hmm. To seek forgiveness to the point that whatever you went through, yes. do not allow trauma to hold you hostage. Mm. For you to experience happiness. Man. You need to come to a place where you find peace. Yes. Get understanding. Yes. And have that peace that surpasses understanding. Mm. In which you will find yourself free from the strongholds yes. of your past. And we need that. It's important. It's very important. Very important.
Another symptom that we may experience is sleeping issues. Mm. We don't talk mm. about this mm. enough because mm. these days we use medicine <laughs> to deal with these symptoms <laughs> instead of actually recognizing that maybe you're not sleeping well because God is saying to you, using His Holy Spirit, the mm. issues you need to deal with, man. It's not a matter of just having insomnia or having certain dreams mm. that keep you up at night, but there's an issue you need to deal with. Mm. And it could it could come in the form of having consistent or reoccurring nightmares, mm. waking up screaming, mm-hmm. growing fearful, not wanting to sleep or insomnia as we, 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 we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go into that, how these traumas, another way of them manifesting and them giving you um, a warning sign for you to deal with them, mm-hmm. manifest in our sleep one thing about our minds is that it's like a record that keeps playing on its own that's right um, until the lights go out Mm. so you will have constant playbacks Uh in your mind Mm. even without you thinking about it Mm. there's something that I call in defense of an illusion okay and the illusion is that we think we are in complete control of our minds. <laughs> and and we, <laughs> we play ourselves by thinking that. Yeah. yeah. It is our mind. Yes. But we, we find ourselves in defense of that illusion mm. that we think that we are completely in control of our own mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind has got a mind of its own. Oh, yes. Your body has got a body of its own. Oh, yes. And so your body will start to digest the moment you put food in, uh-huh. the, in the stomach, in, in, in the mouth. Oh, yes, yes. And the stomach is already starting to work out, the release process. enzymes, digestive mm. system starts to open up without mm-hmm. you even thinking. No, you don't even have to think about it. You don't it. have to think yeah. about it. It starts to do it on its own. Yes. So that's the mind of the body. That's right. And then the mind on its own can make you think of certain things mm. that you never told it to think about. Of course it is. And so by, by, by uh, uh, ascent, yes. you immediately start to think about things or people that used to be in your life. <laughs> like we were talking during the break that, yeah. you know, I was, I was walking through a mall once. I was sharing <laughs> with the brothers here that I was walking through the mall once and smelled a cologne yeah. that an yeah. ex-boyfriend used to wear. And immediately I started looking around thinking <laughs> he was there. Yeah. And it took me to the time where we were in the relationship. Yeah. And it brought certain memories back. Yeah. So your mind immediately starts to think for you before you even tell it That's to think. It. That's why we need to constantly come to a point of consciousness. Yes. Being conscious doesn't mean that you are deliberate in every thought, in every memory, mm-hmm. in every uh, flashback. Mm. Being conscious is how you are going to approach, how you respond to your own mind. That's right. So your mind will play things mm. that you are not wanting it to play. Mm-hmm. So your mind is constantly on a playback yes or it's constantly on a press play mode Mm -hmm. and so when you go to bed Mm. you sleep yes without you even thinking about Mm -hmm. it there is something that plays in your subconscious that's right and now when it is playing in your subconscious Mm. it makes you lose sleep that's right it makes you focus on it Mm. when you wake up you you think to yourself Mm -hmm. i had a nightmare you think to yourself i had a bad dream 
you think to yourself, uh, I'm thinking, have you ever had a dream, Janice, yes. where when you wake up, it feels so real that your whole body is responding to it? It's, Very much. It can be fear. Very much. Your heart is pounding. That's right. It can be uh, 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 rage, anger, where you actually feel today is not going to be a good day. It's, it's, it, you wake up and it's literally in your body. Yeah. And those are the times, like we mentioned last week, mm -hmm. that's when you have to slow down. Yeah. Immediately when you wake up, yeah. you have to slow down. Take yeah. a moment. Yeah. Just don't jump out of bed and yeah. continue with the rest of the day and yeah. say, yeah. God, this is what I dreamt of. Yeah. What are we dealing with yeah. here? Yeah. What, are, what is it that we're dealing with here? And what is it that we need to sort out? That's where consciousness kicks in. That's right. You now are conscious of the fact that you had a bad dream. Yes. And then you start to respond to it. That's How right. do you respond to it is instead of putting your, focusing your mind mm -hmm. on the bad dream mm -hmm. or on the nightmare mm -hmm. or on the flashback, yes. you play a better type of music. That's right. A beat that will put you in a happy mood. That's right. Now you are responding to your to your mind. Mm. You are now being conscious of it. Yeah. Um, there is something that I also call um, it's the um, the state of being. Yes. <laughs> right. The state yes. of being. It's where the state of being is. Being is becoming. Yes. And you consciously decide what do you want to become. That's right. And. So when you have a traumatic experience, a memory that comes to you that gives you a bad feeling, mm. that gives you fear, yes. anger, resentment, anxiety, anxiety yeah. you get to a point where consciousness kicks in. And when consciousness kicks in, you start to deliberately move towards the state of becoming what you want to become. That's it. It's one thing to say, I am happy. Yeah. It's another to be truly happy. Yes. Because we find ourselves, we find a lot of people mm -hmm. playing the role of, of happiness. Baby, you and yet right not thing. experiencing happiness, true happiness. Yeah. So you need to come your, to drive your conscience to a place where you say to yourself, I need to enter the state of being, which is the state of becoming That's right. what I want to become. And it involves making conscious decisions. Definitely. And and Definitely. putting into practice what you need to do mm -hmm. to be. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. Let's talk about avoidance because mm -hmm. not all of us might have issues with dreams. Mm. Not all mm. of us mm. might have issues with panic attacks or yeah. whatever that or flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Some 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 of us may avoid. Mm. And at some point in our life, we've experienced people who will say things like, nah, I've shoved it down. I don't, I don't have to deal with that mm, or mm, I've blocked it out of mm. my mind. But we all know that whatever trauma you've gone through, it'll find a way of seeping out of you. Mm. Let's talk about people who avoid things. Um, avoiding people, places, things, certain conversation topics, um, something like, uh, avoiding to go to a certain place mm -hmm. uh, because that place takes you back to a certain event in your life. Mm -hmm. Avoiding certain conversations because, you know, um, it triggers emotions of conflict mm -hmm. where, where, mm -hmm. you grow up, where you grew up. Sorry, pardon me. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Trying to, to, to avoid things because they, they trigger certain things because we know nothing gets healed unless we confront it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, remember we just spoke about the state of being. That's right. The state of consciously becoming what you want to mm. become. 
um, I would place that in the forgetfulness of being. Okay. Where you literally forget who you want to become and then you avoid. Because for you to get to the other side of the mountain, yes, it's either you climb over it <laughs> or you battle through it. That's right. And so sometimes we get to a state of we forget what we want to become. Yes. We forget we want to end up at the other side of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Let's take trauma to be our mountain. Mm. And this pain of uh, or emotions of of anger, resentment and all of that yes. as our mountain. Yes. And our state of being is to get to the other side of the mountain, yes. which is our state of happiness. That's right. And so for you now to get to that state of happiness yes. or the state of being, mm. you have to either climb over the mountain mm. or you have to battle through the mountain. Mm. Now, the state of forgetfulness of being mm. is when you actually forget mm. who you want to become. Mm. You forget you want to be happy. Mm. Why? Because this mountain in front of you is just too huge. Mm. I would rather avoid it. Because for you to get to the other side of the mountain, mm. you have to either climb it That's right. or you have to battle through it. Yes. You have to face your trauma. You have to. You have to face uh, uh, some of some of some of the things that uh, made you feel the That's way you way. feel. Yeah. For you to get to happiness, you have to. So you then forget this. The, the, you forget what you want to become because you are trying to avoid and so you try to avoid sometimes we avoid facing reality we do by taking other short left yes short corners yes we uh, uh, avoid reality mm. by abusing somebody else that's right we avoid reality by alcohol and drug abuse that's it we avoid reality by being mean not only to others but even to yourself, Definitely. being hard on yourself, telling yourself that you can never amount to anything. You can never get to that place of happiness. You can never become that successful. And it we, comes out in different ways. It comes out in so many Anorexia, different ways. Anorexia, an eating disorder. It's yes. a form of self-punishment, cutting yourself. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Or even overeating. Man, it, I'm it, so it, glad it, you're touching it, on this. It actually is, it, it can be something that other people would at first think that it's my coping mechanism, yeah. but in actual fact, it's avoidance. It is. You are forgetfulness of being. You are forgetfulness of what you want to become. You are being forgetful of the state of being. And, and this is another thing we don't even talk about as well. Using mm. sex. And exactly. Then you get people, Definitely. today it's called slut shaming. Mm, but the thing mm, is, we mm. don't even see that <laughs> sex can be a tool where somebody forgets. Definitely. Just having using another person's body yeah. to make me forget that I am in pain. Exactly. But what that does is you are actually increasing that pain. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you can never recount or retake or reuse the energy you have, you have let go. When we talk about such an experience, mm. avoiding uh, uh, trauma by... Uh, the use of sex mm. what you don't realize is that you are sharing that trauma mm. to the extent that um, you lose yourself you now become if I can use this term in inverted commas yes. an animal to sex 
That's right. You 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 go on overdrive, mm. and so you you get involved in so many other things like uh, bondage and all of those other things, Man. and then now you cannot find your way back no, you to, to, to a normal self, Ish. to a normal place where you really enjoy Ish. the beauty of sex. Just because you used it as a tool to avoid trauma. I'm so glad we're touching on these topics. Yeah. One of another symptom, um, especially I think for this one, I think parents need to to watch out for their kids and watch how they behave, you know? Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes we look at our kids and they change and then uh, we, we assume that they're being disobedient, they're mm -hmm. being difficult when mm -hmm. there's a change in their behavior. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily recognizing the fact that something that we're doing might be um, causing our children to behave a certain way. For them, it's very traumatic mm -hmm. in how we're carrying on in the house. Mm -hmm. And one of the symptoms that um, happens that is traumatic is regression. Mm. So, for instance, your child is potty trained um, and they're independent with regards to certain things mm -hmm. like bathing themselves or dressing themselves. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, your child begins to pee mm. in the bed. Mm. And I think a lot of people, and, and as much as it, 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 it comes with a stigma of shame, yeah. a lot of people can relate to when they started peeing in the bed again at the age of 11 or 12. Mm, mm. Those things are caused by trauma. And yeah. as parents, those are the things we need to be looking Definitely. at. Can Definitely. we, you know, or some thacking where a child was had stopped sucking their thumb mm. and all of a sudden at the age of 15, your child starts sucking, sucking their thumb again. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, you, you say, why are you doing that? Stop mm. it, stop mm. it. But mm. not necessarily recognizing that your child might be traumatized in, in, in a certain area of their life. And this is how it's manifesting themselves. Mm. Itself, sorry, pardon. Let's touch on that, T. Definitely. Um, this is also uh, some of the things that uh, as parents, um, my wife and I deliberately look out for. Yeah. Uh, once we see a pattern, yes. we try to figure out yes. where could this be coming from. Yes. Um, and so... In most cases, we, 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 we find out that in life, we regress in so many things. It mm. can be in a career path. Yes. Sometimes acceptance. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. Can be traumatic if you are not accepted mm. or you feel unaccepted. Yes. You know? And so let's take for example in the workplace you yes. want to get to a particular position yes. the next position in your career path and then all of a sudden you don't feel accepted yes in the next plot of your of your plans yes you start to regress and feel ah oh, i'm comfortable where i am yeah. or i'd rather go back to the back office yes i'd rather be in the storeroom yes you know that kind of thing yes and sometimes we regress even in our minds, in our oh, planning, man. in our vision, yes. in our dreams. Yes. We can regress because of a traumatic event. That's true. Being led by either uh, acceptance, lack of acceptance, uh -huh. or even rejection. Oh. You knock at the first door, it's, it's, it's closed. The door is closed, shut tight. You feel rejected. Uh -huh. 
so traumatic to you. Very. Or you sing your first uh, single album or your <laughs> first single song. And it doesn't make it. And it, it. doesn't make yes. it. And then you feel I'm worthless. Yes. I don't do it's it's identification to things. Yeah. And that's where the ego comes in. Ah. Because the egoic self. Yes. The egoic self wants to progress. Mm -hmm. And once it does not find room or a path to progress, uh -huh. it will start to cause pain to you. Mm. Because remember, you are not your ego. No. You are not the egoic voice no, in your head. Not. You are not that. Yeah. So you need to learn to detach yourself from your ego mm -hmm. and yourself. Mm. So the egoic self wants to progress. Yeah. Once it does not progress mm. or once it does not find a click, mm. you know there are a number of people that can say or let's take for example they have a beef with somebody yes. and now they look for other people to support them and, 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 and they gather a crew. Mm. It's the ego yeah. that is trying to progress mm. and feed itself mm. to say I am right, mm. they are wrong mm. and so I will gather a team for myself a, a, mm. a, a, a troop for myself camaraderie of camaraderie people of, who feel the same way as i do exactly gangs Ex and they feel at home they yes. can identify themselves with, with that mm. and identify with each other and so now you find yourself now with the egoic voice telling you yeah. that you are not going to achieve what you want to achieve mm. so you start regressing you know what we'll have to have a second part <laughs> because there's still a lot to cover. Mm. And I think those who are listening will agree with me. So we're going to sign out and then we will continue this conversation with another part to, to trauma, <laughs> healing and forgiveness. Yeah. Gentlemen, it's been great. Absolutely. Um, T, always yeah. appreciate you. Love always. you. Yeah. I'm always glad we're pleasure. doing this. Always a pleasure. And <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Mr. JJJ on sound. Hey. Thank you so much. Pleasure. It's been a wonderful show. Yeah. yeah. I'm your host, Miss J. And don't forget, we have a WhatsApp line. Line, not land. Line. You can catch us on your social media platforms. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. So connect with us. If you have anything you want us to discuss, leave a voice note on our WhatsApp line. Line. Here I go again saying land. Line. It's been great hanging out with you. I'm Miss J. We're going to play out with a song. It's been lovely hanging out with you. Ciao.